Augustine here for Gardens of Beginners, and this week all my information on episode 4, Beneficial Bugs, will be coming from the 10 Most Wanted Bugs in Your Garden. So, we'll jump right into it. So, first, we're going to start with Beneficial Bugs. So, Beneficial means good, and they're bugs. So, they're bugs that helped your garden instead of destroying it. Now, these bugs will either, one, help with controlling the pest, or two, help with pollination so that your garden state has um, lots of pollen and it stays healthy because of that. So, I will read to you the ten most wanted bugs in your garden. I have them down here. Green lacewing, soldier beetle, dragonfly, bee, surfid fly, I hope I said that right, Ground beetle, parasitic wasp, spider, lady beetle, aka the ladybug, more name, the and the tachinid fly. I hope I said that right too. So now we'll just uh, start with the green lacewing. So the green lacewing looks like a cross between an ant and a cricket. Because the wings look like they belong to a cricket, but the head looks like the, it belongs to an ant. And um, we'll be talking about this later. Make sure to identify their larvae because you don't want to get spray or anything. So, um, the green lace wing is uh, wanted for... Devouring aphids, thrips, mealybugs, scale, spider mites, leafhoppers, and insect eggs. So, really, any soft-bodied insect that has anything. So, they're most attracted to highly nectar plants like sunflowers, or the slender sunflower, tansy, and buckwheat. Now, I wouldn't suggest you doing sunflower unless you're going to grow it somewhere else because sunflowers' bushes or sunflowers themselves can grow super tall and they and if they grow from a bush like some, some sunflowers do, they'll be super wide. So, that is the... Um, green lacewing. Now we'll go to the soldier beetle. Now, a soldier beetle, like any beetle, looks like it has a red head and legs, and then it has a black shelled body. So, it's one of four attacking and feeding on any soft-bodied insects, as in aphids, spider mites, or something like that. Um, they've been known to feed on, uh, flowers that produce or have lots of pollen, and they usually appear in early spring, shortly after aphids start to hatch. So, but they like to be near goldenrod and milkweed. Now, you've probably heard of milkweed before, because butterflies love the poisonous plant and to eat the poisonous plant, so... That's probably where you've heard of it. Now, um, the next one is the dragonfly. Now, 
it's listed in here, but I don't see how helpful the dragonfly is besides consuming any mosquitoes or something like that. But I do know that they like to hang around um, uh, near some type of ponds because that's where they lay their eggs. And inside the ponds, the dragonfly nymphs, they're called. They're not called larvae or something like that, but they're called lymphs. Nymphs, sorry, nymphs. So they'll skid around in the water eating any mosquito, little tiny mosquito babies or something like that, and or larvae and mosquito eggs. So that's what they'll do. And like I said, they're seen near garden ponds and other bodies of water, so you can't really do much about like any type of flowers because flowers want to attract them what will usually attract them is some type of water like a pool of water in like a bird bath or something like that to where they can lay their eggs and it's like a breeding ground sort of thing so now probably the most commonly heard of beneficial insect out there the bee now the bee, not only being known for its stinger, is also known for its tendency to collect nectar and its sweet, sweet honey. But the bee also has the ability to carry lots of pollen. And how that happens is there are legs, little pouches on the legs that the pollen will seep into, and that's where they will carry. And as they fly over their your plants, they will give an equal, or maybe sometimes not equal, amount of pollen to each one. So, um, they're usually seen near pine nectar and pollen flowers, including sunflowers, mints, lavenders, rosemary, and sages. I talked about some of those in some of the first episode, and they're pretty easy to grow. So, now we're on to the surfid fly. Now, the surfid fly looks exactly like a bee. Although, the things that you can look for is one, they tend to be, instead of like most flies, house flies are hairy. Uh, in the pictures, as you see, they tend to be not so hairy on their body parts, or except the head. So, look out for that. Also, serpent flies have only one set of wings, bees have two, and they do not have stingers, so they won't hurt unlike a tree on Now, um, they're seen usually under leaves in the company of aphids, and uh, adults have been seen lurking around Cenothus, a flower, Sunflowers, feverfew, and other nectar-rich flowers. So anything that has that is very rich in nectar will attract this bug. And they consume hundreds of victims in a month. And uh, I think they usually eat. Yes. Um, they eat usually uh, soft-shelled bugs and. Uh, pest, sorry, not bug, I should say pest, and they 
are also pollinators, so just like the bee. Now we go to the ground beetle. So now, the ground beetle is like any other beetle. It's, it really, it's really does look like a true beetle more than the soldier beetle does. So, it's known for, so, it usually does pests like socks, snails, cutworms, and root maggots. All of those are pretty bad. And, um, they usually seem hiding under soil, under rocks, dry leaves, or animals. So, I would probably put some mulch there because leaves and other things would be a good hiding place for other pests and you don't want too many pests in your garden to where the beneficial bugs can't control them and you can't control them with any pesticides or stuff which we'll get to later. So the next one is the parasitic wasp and you probably know what the word parasitic means. Parasitic means to infect and destroy. So, I'll tell you what it looks like. It is, it looks like any regular wasp, but it has a translucent red body with um, black legs, wings, head, and tail. So, now, this might be uh, a little disturbing, but a parasitic wasp will lay its cocoons on a caterpillar or something in that range. And what happens then is when the bugs hatch, well, actually, they don't hatch from the outside, they hatch from the other side, and they'll tunnel into their victim and eat it um, alive. So, yeah, that's what they do. And they like uh, forging for nectar on tiny flowers such as uh, um, yarrow, tansy, clover, and alusum. I think that's how you pronounce it. But, um, but if you're going to have tansy, I wouldn't advise tansy too much because it is very poisonous. So if you have any pets or anything, it wouldn't be the best thing to have. Just saying, because... Let's say you have a puppy, she go, he goes, he or she goes in there, eats it. It could be very poisonous to them, so that. And also, do not drink tansy tea. It is very poisonous, and it's been out there for a long time. So, just saying. Yeah. So, spider. That's probably another well-known one, and the spider will have. You know, the webs, they catch bugs, they eat the bugs. <laughs> so, yeah. They, um, so, if you do ha want them, make sure when you're cleaning out your garden to wear some type of gloves, because some spiders' bites can be very poisonous, and, well, you don't want to die, right? Or get hurt. So, yeah, that's it. So... They like to have close, they like to put their webs in close to plants um, with strong, like, um, I just want to call them branches, but I don't want to say branches. Um, yeah, that's what I'm just going to call them. 
and um, they like near pork spots, so that's another thing. Um, uh, another beneficial bug is the lady beetle, also known as the ladybug. Now, what you probably don't know about the ladybug is that it has the ability to consume thousands of aphids in one month. So, yeah, that's it, and um, you probably would recognize it by its um, red, yellow, orange, and unite-colored shell, and that it usually stays near giant groups of aphids devouring them in one bite. Um, uh, they also look very like the spotted cucumber beetle. So, it's a green beetle with black spots. So, make sure to make sure that your ladybug is not green. So, that um, you don't confuse the ladybug with the cucumber beetle. Because the cucumber beetle will eat your plants. The ladybug will eat the cucumber beetle and aphids, just so you know. So... The last one, the tacked fly. So it lay its eggs on a caterpillar, and those eggs will tunnel into their victim, same as the parasitic wasp, and eat it alive. And they also are disguised as a hairy housefly, so just to be clear. And they like the pollen of queen ants lace, pansy, and milkweed. So, you know. I've never heard of Queen Anne's Lace before, but you can probably find it on the internet or something. And then it will, um, I think it also helps uh, with pollination too. So that's that. But then we have our other subject, and that will be identification and attraction. I sort of actually got carried off by myself when I talked about attraction in the first part, but we'll just talk about identification. So, first of all, you want to make sure that you're spraying the bad guys and not the good guys if you're using any sort of chemical stuff. But you don't want to use chemicals, and I'll tell you why later. But... You want to make sure that you're spraying the good guys and not the bad guys, and killing the bad guys, not the good guys. So, the green lacewings larvae, and pupa, and all these other bugs that have larvae and pupas will look different. So, make sure to look up what they look like, and that will help you. So... It sort of, the green lace wings larvae sort of looks like, um, you could say, it looks sort of like, the body sort of looks like, maybe you could refer it to a lizard, and that it has tiny little legs. So that's that. And then soldier beetle, soldier beetle's larvae, or in pupa, pupa, looks like a caterpillar or a worm with legs that has a red head and a black rest of the body. Um, 
dragonfly nymphs, you probably don't have to worry about them, because they look like water skaters, you could prefer them to, but instead of being on top of the water, they're in the water, so that's the difference. And then bees, you don't have to worry about bees, because remember, bees reproduce in their hives, so that. The siphon flies, um, pupa, looks like a legless caterpillar, you could refer it to, and it has a cone-shaped head, I think, and a more of a square um, back, so that's that. Then the ground beetle, the ground beetle's larvae and pupae sort of nuke look like uh, a centipede, but they're much smaller, and they, and another big identifier is that they have two little, seem, they seem to be some type of hook or something on the back that will allow them to do other things, and then, uh, well, parasitic wasps, parasitic wasps will develop inside of their victims, so you don't need to worry about them. Spiders, spiders come out of spiders, so you don't need to worry about them either. Lady beetles, or bugs, their pupa, also called lady lions, look like a caterpillar with six legs, and it has orange dots dotted all around it, so make sure you look out for those. And the tacked fly, their larvae and pupae um, develop inside their victims, so you don't need to worry about them either. So, um, I think that using these bugs and these plants will be much better than using any chemicals. Because sometimes chemicals can not be very specific. They can kill the bad guys and the good guys. And what these bugs will do is they will kill only the bad guys. So, but then the chemicals could, carry, could kill bad guys and good guys. So... But I do not want to fully rule out chemicals, but if you are going to use any type of chemical, make sure it is organic. And then, um, chemicals can hurt the environment. So, yes, 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 they can go over to other plants by accident, like by the wind or something, and then being, like, washed away, you know? But then, what you probably don't know is that when they are actually in the ground, they can be washed away into the sewer to where they go out into our lakes and ponds and start killing fish and other animals. And also, on their way there, any contaminated lakes or ponds that they do go into and the other wildlife like deer, squirrels, bears, anything like that, that drink out the water, could be poisoned and die in a matter of time.
but remember, I do not want to fully blow out chemicals, and if you do need to use chemicals, then use organic chemicals. Make sure it's organic, because that will not hurt the environment, and it will help to not kill the good guys, too. Um, that's all today for Gardens and Beginners, Episode 4, Beneficial Bugs. And we'll see you next time for Episode 5. That will be the most. Um, okay, uh, that's all for today, and we'll see you next time. Bye!